It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We fell off a truck. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Uh, how are you? I hope everybody's doing well. It's hot out. <laughs> it's very warm right now. We're all kind of simmering together at this point, just hoping for the best. But uh, what are you going to do? It's supposed to start raining here soon. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I got a very interesting email to start the day. This this dude just got mad out of nowhere yesterday. Uh, this guy said, uh, in regards to yesterday, this is how it starts. In regards to uh, yesterday's shill about you not masking up and knowing when election season's right around the corner and things change, don't act like this wouldn't uh, happen all over again, John. You're a self-admitted Frenchman saying you'll throw up the white flag first thing. Oh, yeah, if my life's in danger, I will absolutely th- uh, <laughs> surrender. Uh you surrender to anything and everything you have in your little effing iPhone, Amazon, everything. And just because you have the loudest effing voice in the valley, you're the effing spokesperson of what not to do. A real man will handle this, Chancellor, as we did before you, effing cuck. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? And yeah. goes Chancellor, too. Hey, well, he listens a lot. And he said, uh, and we'll allow you to tag along because you have uh, value in certain areas. <laughs> So he likes, like, yeah, you still yeah. make me laugh every once in a while. You just went a little far. Then the next sentence, like, he's okay. Like, that was a nice moment. Like, he's angry. I can see that. And then the last sentence is like, you do have a little value, so I have to keep you around. I'm like, oh, thanks. And then shut the F up and sit down. Go back to Toledo's corner where Ooh. you give each other. Ha- I know. That's the big Jeez. insult, right? What a dick. You give each other hand jobs because ultimately, as much as you roast Toledo, you're just as much of an effing cuck soy bitch as he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, no reason to laugh at that, friend. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, soy bitch gets me every time. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, funny. Well, you know. Soy bitch is just funny. I don't care even if it's directed at me. If somebody's like, you're a soy bitch, and we're in the middle of a fight, I'd be like, no, oh. it's funny. Uh, and he said, uh, effing tell me I'm wrong? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Uh, you're the first one to admit you'd surrender. You already did round one of COVID, and you'll do it again because you got no spine. <laughs> you think your voice is your spine. Well, it's not. Ha, 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 ha. Evil laugh, I assume. Uh, so just like Toledo's opinion, yours is as effing moot. Uh, but I'll, uh, you'll play tough guy on the radio all day, won't you? Effing wise ass. But when it hits the fan again, we'll come over to your house, puts my address in the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I see how resistant you really are when you're broadcasting from your safe little effing spare bedroom again. Effing asshole. Tony. Man. You press some buttons. Last night at twelve thirty in the morning. Twelve thirty in the morning is listening to the podcast. What? Did he just say he wouldn't mask up again? Well, I got a few words about that. This mother will too. (laughs) And this morning about 
eight or nine o'clock. What did I do last night? Here's the thing he's complaining about. Now, yesterday I said, oof, try to force masks down our throat again. You think January 6th was bad. I don't see society getting too excited about that. I think there's going to be a lot of pushback. A lot right? of people that were wearing before, I'm like, yeah. no, not again. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think I'm one of those. Uh, but, you know, if they're going to take my check away and say you got to wear a mask around the office, I'm wearing the f- mask. I'm not an idiot. I'm not, you know, it's a lot of money and it's that a good job. heavy. Yeah, that <laughs> stuff is. I'll wear my check as a mask because it's big, bitch. It's what a soy boy does. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. If they're like, well, we got to wear masks again. It's mandated at the office because... Okay. If work is if you're comfortable here at work doing that, now am I going to run all over? I didn't do it last time. I didn't run around with masks on everywhere. When if people asked me to wear a mask in their building, I did it just so I avoided the hassle. But I was talking to Jay Ackerman yesterday, and we're like, would we do another round of the vaccines if they're starting to push that? Probably not. He's yeah, they've yeah. already asked for the money. That's what I'm saying. That's where like Brady hit it. He's, he basically said, I don't know what to believe anymore, so I'm just going to kind of cruise through this thing and see what's what and then make decisions later. Last time I was like, man, how bad could it be? Besides that, now, you've listened to me, uh, you know, while I'm giving Toledo hand jobs over in Soy Boy Corner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I ain't afraid of dying. It like, doesn't bother me at all. So it's not like something I'm like, oh, I got to preserve this. I just try to keep hassles off my desk. And So if you shoot me full of a vaccine that's going to blow my heart up, in a few years, okay, that's cool. Did it keep it hassle-free for those next few years? Fine with that. I'm just to the point Wait, where you, you hear uh, people that are saying, "Oh, you know what? I, I probably got it." That you know, you hear yeah. from someone that got the recent COVID thing. Yeah. And my reasoning is like I got a cold maybe early in the summer. I'm hoping that was it. <laughs> I don't know. Get yeah. it out of the way, then you don't have to do the uh, vaccine. You feel that way? Who knows? I just think that you know. And again. Election years always change behaviors. Our economy will suddenly have a bounce back. There'll be some sort of good. It happens. You know, I'm, I'm old enough to know. Oh, I see. Every contentious election has a really nice election year something. Or somebody from the other side makes the party in charge look terrible. Like yeah, you, don't want, games, you don't want another uh, shutdown. No, games people especially. played last time to make things worse when the economy wasn't it was not beatable. When COVID came around, it was on an unbelievable run. And so Plus, like, we, well, another- we can't attack that in any other way than to make something. You know, so there's there's conspiracies out there. But, yeah, thanks, Tony. And, uh, by the way, putting my address in a threatening email is technically more illegal than just threatening me. So I'm going to hang on to this one and give it to my cop friends. You're probably going to get a visit. So thanks, <sighs> Susan will be happy about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I guess angry Tony and tranny Rob are on the same page. And- but 12.30 in the morning, I don't know how, how mad you'd do you do that. How would you put the guys... I don't know. That was dumb. So I'm not worried about it, but just in case, because, you know, can't have people knowing where I live out loud mad at me. A couple more 12.30 in the morning. Right. He's unstable. That's what... All this screams to me is I'm not stable. I lose my mind over things I disagree with. Uh, 12.21. Uh, thanks for listening, though. He knows Toledo's a cuck, soy bitch, and he knows my name is Chancellor to some of the listeners, and he pays close attention, and he finds value in me on an irregular basis. But uh, Speaking of uh, COVID, yeah, I just want to say happy birthday to the son of a bitch that gave me COVID with that Mike <laughs> oh, Ice. That's right, Mike Ice's birthday, the bastard that sat next to you in the, in the heart of nobody Seven knowing weeks anything. of the worst. Yeah. Hacking and coughing all over you. Going, I don't know. It's like, it. we got a pandemic brewing, you know? Oh, it's allergies. You got it. Let's golf. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll wave my white flag in tons of situations. Yeah, absolutely. When it means, uh, you know, the easier route, absolutely. I'd surrender to a bunch of bees, uh, loads of Al-Qaeda at my door. Man, at least fighting. we have three quarters of the uh, supplies we need. You know, the handy temperature gauge thing. Everyone got, got a couple those. of those. They're nice. Yeah, we're all set up for something stupid again. And I, again, um, Tony, the crazy at 1221 a.m. last night. Um, I look back like Brett had his decades party. Oh. Every you're supposed to dress as your favorite decade. And mine was the 2020s because Amazon and COVID. I really enjoyed my time in COVID now. Isolation. The streets were empty. It was, it was kind of my dream world. So I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Not that you care or anything, but yep. it kind of messed up the kids. Made them a little retarded in the educational process. No, it didn't. You did that. The parents did that. Quit blaming the education process I, for your stupid I, kids. It's your fault. You, had me? All, you know what the problem with that that argument? It didn't to me hit is? my house. Oh no, your John. kid got smarter. Yeah. Uh, hanging around with you more. Right, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> got stronger and smarter. Now, I, you had more time to spend with your kids, and someone or another, you're saying they got dumber. Who do, who do you blame for that? Like that's a big argument people have. Well, well they're not in front of their teachers. It messed right because you guys don't know what you're doing. Like teachers and are doing a better job. It's too easy to get out of those online classes. Your admission was there. It was too easy for you to ignore them because they were on online classes. Like the parents that argue that their kids had a the COVID really messed. They just got a year behind. I'm like that's on you. You had more time to monitor your kids, and you said it slipped back more. If you had a boss that said, "Hey, I took over and went full micromanagement on this thing, and it went south." Who's to blame? Not the, yeah, they not the education the system. I understand that. Yeah, but oh, that's a that's a common blanket thing. I heard, I got into this argument with a Saying friend of mine again today. A friend of mine the other day said that uh, like, well, COVID really. I mean, they they it didn't advance their problem. Like then, that's on you. You were in charge of them fully, a hundred percent at home, in charge of your kids for eight more hours than you used to be, and you're saying they got dumber. Uh, I'm hearing you did bad work. Well, the other point is, you know, not to tell you, they were saying, you know, the minimum amount of kids that actually, the morbid COVID, the deaths yeah. out of that, yeah. the, the kids were hardly sure. anything. But you had mentioned it when it was happening. You can bring the kids together or whatever, but what about yeah. the adults that are teaching? Sure. I love that. I, I love the school argument. The school argument, because it's right now, it's, all oh, these public schools are terrible. Our kids aren't learning anything. All right. Take them out of there and give them back to you. Well, now they're dumber than ever. It's like, well, the, the schools can't win. If they're not in school and you're doing the work, the schools are bad. If they're in school and doing the work, the schools are bad. It's, it's the parents. They need to be in there learning that critical race theory. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the other big argument is that they think the teachers <laughs> just go, is anyone around? All right, here's what you need to know, Whitey. And some of them do. Anyway, I surrender. Again, high five, Brett. No kids. Oh, thank God. No kids to have terrible and sound like a fool screaming out, oh, this COVID made My it kid is dumb my because child of you. Two years of hanging out with me made my kid dumber. And they want to blame someone else for that. You don't really hear what you're saying. Goldberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You really, you really don't hear the words falling out of your own gob and you're like, well, that COVID thing really made my kid an idiot. Why? Well, he just hung around me for a year and a half. That's terrible. It's going to make anybody stupid. It's craziness. Anyway, Tony, 1221 a.m. You made the list. That's it. I can't take it. It was adorable, though, Tony, and I'm not really that worried about you. And you almost touched yeah. me, and I'll kill <laughs> He's you. Francis. <laughs> You're on the list, Winger. <laughs> then I got another one. Something was going on last night. Hey, Holmberg, I got to stay anonymous, but I got to come clean to somebody. It might as well be you. I was a dasher for a while. Lots of deliveries, and here's what everyone needs to know. If the bag isn't stapled or taped, we eat some. Not always, but most of the time. I used to look for orders from specific places that I knew didn't secure the food, and I would eat some. Uh, It became a complete obsession. Even if I wasn't hungry, I felt a power, and I liked it. Fries and sides, that's easy. But I brought my own fork to work. (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you had pasta or something, I ate some. Uh, If you had forkable food, I ate some. Easy to hide. Then I started getting cocky, and I would start eating the sides of the burgers. (laughs) eat around the bun i never disturbed the bun sometimes i went so far as to take the patty all the way out eat the middle and then fill it with condiments and rebuild the whole thing with my hands if it's not stapled or taped shut you've just been warned sick i am guilty jfm didn't happen on my watch you don't think so i have a scale when they bring yeah the oh yeah you, you make I sure wear, yeah brady makes it's... through fully i don't think you just ravenously tear <laughs> through the package of food and eat immediately i'm sure you take your time your sweet sweet time to undress it make sure it looks the part hey there's a bite in the lettuce i want a scumbag well i don't think he's alone and i think that's why he's confessing it is a scumbag move he's absolutely right but firing off uh that if it's not taped or stapled shut that's a rule sushi I've looked at it before and gone, this seems light. <laughs> I ain't crack those little plastic things open. I'm not door dashing sushi. One. Oh, it's great. Oh. Well, I got sushi like within a, a mile of my That's house. That's true. Cakewalk. Got three of them. So I got no problem. Door dashing sushi is no big deal. I'll take sushi on the road. That's not a bad thing. But, you know, <sighs> if it ain't stapled <laughs> shut. Keep it on the dash. If it ain't stapled shut, I am not a fan of it. Like, I don't like when bags are wide open. I get from a place called LGO uh, and uh, Ingo's. They're across the street from each other, and they have these these potato chips that are thick, cut, delicious. Oh, they're so good. And that aioli or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bag is open, and then the other bag's inside of it, and it's open. And those chips just sit, and I know for a But you know what? They're so good, it's worth it. Just order um, another order of the chips. That way, one, one for the driver. Him. Yeah, you know, that's probably not a bad idea and to have a, a driver allowance, like a driver per diem, and then just say... I would buy the driver some fries. Add $10 for a driver snack? Like that kind of... Like, I'd click on that and go, yep, and every time... <laughs> you like to feed your driver? Right. And if the driver doesn't get anything, you get that back. It's not like a tip. So add 10 driver, $10 for driver snack? 
Like the drivers could hit a button and go, I'll ask this guy. And if they do that, you buy them a snack or they're going to they're gonna do horrible things to you. I don't mind that. that like $5, that's enough. $5 for driver yeah. snack. And then they can get like some fries or something. I would be, I'd do that. And then you can like, you know, prorate your tip based on the fact that I just bought you some fries. In between deliveries, they go get a king-size Kit Kat and a soda or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, can I stop off at 7-Eleven and grab some M&Ms? Absolutely. Put it on my tab. That kind of thing. What did that first emailer say he does for a living? You better hope that he doesn't. Oh, he's a dasher. Jesus, oh, it's man. crazy Tony. If 1221 Tony. delivery at 1130. Take 12, this, yeah. story boy. <laughs> I'm going to juke up in the sauces. Yeah, 1221 Tony might be somebody I don't want to. Maybe that's why he knows where I live. <laughs> this is Holmberg's cookhouse. Oh. I'm going to be dropping a batch in those chips he loves so much. Anywho. That's a way to kick off the day, isn't it? A couple Ugh. of sweet emails. I love hearing from everybody, you know? That's always nice to me. Always always a good way to open up your emails and hear, Hey, Wilberg, I had a nice time yesterday. And then that one guy, I was listening and I'm going to kill you and your family. Yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, he said while you're at it, saving that one email, John, with your uh, address, you need to tell your cop friends about the DoorDash guy. He might be crazier than Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully... He's escaped his it's way. It's the danger. It's the risk. Yeah. You got to do it. And, yeah, and it's the smell. Has gotten caught. It's the smell of the... Remember when you were a kid and mom was bringing K- KFC home? The oh. smell in the car. I mean, you had to That's go. True. They had to tie you to stuff. You had I to wasn't be, allowed. You probably to couldn't be in the car. The food, yeah. Because you'd have dug through the bucket. A straight jacket. They'd tape him to a... <laughs> duct tape Brady to the hood of the car like a deer. Okay, let him go. It's like <laughs> a catching well, leaf. smell the gravy in the... <laughs> Like free and a grizzly bear, they open up the trap. Oh, let him go! You can't, you can't. You're, I mean, think about you. Is that original recipe? I smell. Yeah, picking up KFC, picking up French fries, going to McDonald's and picking up those fries. It's impossible, and I mean humanly impossible. Keep it in the bag. Keep your hands out of that bag while you're driving from the McDonald's to wherever work or home or wherever you're going. Like it is impossible not to eat bag fries, and because your whole car smells phenomenal, and cold fries don't cut it. No, that's bad news. Yeah, you don't like that. You got to have that fresh. And you, when they when you touch them and they burn your fingers, they're like, God damn it! In about two seconds, these are going to be the best French fries ever. You can't help it. You cannot help it. If you're the passenger and you've got you know to go and you're going in, you can't help it. So door dashers, that's a tall order for most humans to ignore that temptation to reach into the bag and eat. So he's admitting Still, it. We all knew it. There's danger foods. Staples. Fries are one of them. Staples and tape. Both, actually. Because it's in tough on to the, break. Uh, pasta. That's, hey, that's, that's brave. He brings his yeah. own fork so he doesn't oh. have to disturb your utensils. He just spins some spaghetti. And you know he's eating over the be- a bucket, too. So it's like some's falling back in. Oh. You heard me, Brett. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Brett, you wouldn't order... Uh, DoorDash pasta, anything? No, no, but I wouldn't. I'm not ordering DoorDash anything at this point now. That's <laughs> because of him. Screw that, yeah. You knew unless this. that thing comes duct taped closed. Yeah. Oh, that's me. That's like if it's not stapled and taped, I'm like, nah, we're not gonna. We're gonna go ahead and trash this. And pizza, that, I feel, is relatively safe if you have to DoorDash pizza. Hard to imagine that you that you someone can, tampered you unless they could take pepperonis off the toppings. Top that's the thing. Yeah. And again, but, that's a delicate procedure. I can kind of see that happening. But again, 
if this dude was eating the center out of burgers and then rebuilding them. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with people? <laughs> You'd sit in the parking lot and and take a circle bite out of the middle and then stuff your condiments back he's in the a center. sandwich artist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's crime cover up. And you've never once eaten a burger and looked to see if the middle's there. It's not something you think about. Ever. Oh, could you imagine? You'd be halfway through and there's a nice little bite ah, circle through the middle. Just bit my lip. There's no burger in the middle stuff, of it. Yeah. <laughs> I bit down too hard assuming there was meat in the middle. There's nothing. Now, you've never done that. Nobody's ever done that. You just assume that there was a piece fell off or like you ate it already. Nobody's ever looked at a burger and then dug through the condiments to make sure all the meat's still in there. And I get it. If you're going in on DoorDash and you didn't eat before you went into work, right. it's like going to the grocery store hungry. Oh, it's terrible. Staples dip and tape. The- and I know a DoorDasher can restaple, but it's hard. Like, you can see a staple tear. Like, every Especially time. Remo- even if they have the removal. Doesn't matter. You see the holes. The and then he's got to be perfect to double back. I look at that. I do. I inspect that. But I don't ever inspect, like, the actual meal. Well, where there's a will, there's a way. I remember at Christmas time, I would take an X-Acto knife and just slice the tape open and just put another piece of tape over it. But if it's just your tape, a lot of them have, like, uh, like McDonald's has McDonald's. Oh, okay. You know I, thought, yeah, so okay. Like I thought it was, like, tape. scotch tape oh, or no. something. I can like get oh, If it's scotch taped, I am throwing. I'm not even looking inside. It's going to be a human head. I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. So, yeah, we take our risks. We take our risks. That'd and, be great if you know... A DoorDash driver, because hanging off the rear view mirror is basically a, a staple remover. <laughs> exacto. He's got a DoorDash Swiss Army knife <laughs> yeah. of a exacto staple remover and his own fork. And maybe a knife if he wants to get real precision about cutting the edges off your burger. I get a breakfast sandwich from LGO. And sometimes I look in the bacon cross that makes the four, you know, the four corners of bacon. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, the corner of that bacon isn't there. Oh, so easy. Yeah, that's it. I don't blame him. But you could probably break that off. Oh, absolutely. You don't have to bite it. Well, Brady's got sympathy for the guy. Yeah, bacon. Well, yeah Brady couldn't. Brady is a DoorDasher. <laughs> that's that's Fired day one. I understand that. It was on the list of danger food. What, Fries, are, you, what bacon? are you supposed to do? I'm taking bacon to a guy. You order bacon, oh, you deserve it. Sides of piles of sides of bacon and that yeah. little tiny thing you can pop and reclose. Guaranteed yeah. a piece or two's gone. Absolutely. And this is why I don't trust potlucks. I know already DoorDashers and food delivery guys probably aren't kosher the whole way across. Like, there's a few times I've... I've, But I can sue. If I catch it, I can sue somebody. Potlucks, these people cooking with cats on their counters and thumbs in their asses, and God knows if they took a little break to blow their husbands or uh, do, or, or wives. I don't know what's going on at your house. And, uh, you know, and then they go right back to cooking and they don't wash. I, I can't sue you. I can't... I can't Call the health inspector on your potluck, Tom Wintermeyer, and your towel turkey. <laughs> I think you just came up with a great idea. DoorDash potluck. They pick it up at the person's house, deliver it to your office. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cooks in the kitchen. I mean, that's too many of everything. Anyway. And there's ways around everything. But, uh. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. He said, I, I, I'm going to ruin it for you forever. He said, I knew a guy who did that, and he lived in his car. He sat no shower, scratching his balls all night, taking food to you. 
You think they washed their hands before you handed that bag? Not a chance. Oh, man. As long as it's stapled closed, the bag isn't going in my mouth. But, yeah, I don't know where that guy's hands have been. He might live in his car. He might just got done tossing one and handling the food. That's why I don't trust anything to do with potlucks. You saw that. There's that dude that reviews people's uh, homemade foods, and he's like a real chef, and he just hates everyone cooking at home. And the lady's like, let's try my little secret. And she breaks a pan out and a sticker from the fresh-bought pan still on the bottom. She just pours noodles on it. He goes, oh, this is going to be great. She left the sticker on the oh. pan. And then just and then goes oh. down, kisses the dog, and lets her lick. Like on her video to show how good she is, the dog licks her fingers, and then she goes right back to the food. And I'm like, this is why you can't do potlucks. Pets, big reason. So God knows what we ingest. Who knows what's going in our bellies? But a lot of it is... Uh, borderline homeless crack addict DoorDash guy and his unwashed fork that's been in about 40 different meals. <laughs> Nothing tops that Indian market, the Mumbai marketplace. Why would you go there? I get it on Instagram. Oh, oh, pictures of it. Yeah, oh, I thought you know, like there's a place here the you slop go. with the hands. Oh, yeah. Just, no, they just reach in and put it oh, on the plate. Yeah. No, I'll take the one with the most flies yeah. on it. It's just, it's repulsive. Because what they make is food for flies. Proof Indian food is no good as flies think it's and they go right to it. Like, oh, that's our favorite meal is big piles of human feces. Let's go fly over there. But it's actually their food. It just smells like it came out of a baby's diaper. And they think that that's a quiz. I don't know how anybody wants to eat that. It's unappealing in every direction. If I, the only time, like I go into a restaurant, the first thing I do from having known restaurants is I look around and I'm like, not real sure about this one. I'll go right into the bathroom. If the bathroom is disgusting, the kitchen is disgusting. That's it. If you've got a gross bathroom in a restaurant, it's time to turn around and leave. And I've done it several times. Like, we got to go. This bathroom is gross. It's a good indicator. And the better part is if they got that little sign-up sheet that they, they hang on the things for people the that's cleaning. supposed to come and check in and clean. If you look and say, oh, it was done 10 minutes ago, and it's still just a mess june of 2017 <laughs> right <laughs> normally it's the other way it's like eight minutes ago somebody came in there and then evidently hurricane adalia came through and blew it apart speaking of hurricane adalia uh love her music but it is again and i don't know if you guys have seen this i'm gonna go ahead and take a shot here i think i've done the math on this it's the 45th storm of the century of my life Slash storm of a lifetime. Cat three. Yeah, it's it's the forty fifth storm of the century slash storm of my lifetime in my fifty one years. Every year, there's at least one storm of a lifetime. You wonder if like Ian Schwartz is in there going again. There we say, go. I have to say storm Seriously? of a lifetime. I said that last year about the storms of a lifetime. Everything that I see is always the storm of a lifetime, and this is it. It's a mess. But you live in Florida again, blowing Charlie Sheen and complaining about the herpes possibilities. Your fault. I don't want people to die in Florida. I don't want people to die anywhere from weather. But for God's sakes, you live in Florida. Us making a big deal about this like it's a surprise is always shocking to me. It's Again, you live in Tornado Alley. They named it that for a reason. Don't be surprised when tornadoes tear down your trailer. You live in hurricane country Flood city yeah you live in a place like it hadn't had one happen in about 18 years you're due it's coming you live in hurricane land hasn't been so uh true about volcanoes but no but volcanoes hey, a- look if somebody told me 
Lava starting to bubble up here at Camelback. We didn't expect that. I'm going far away. Like, what's the gap? What's my radius here? I get about 100 miles. All right. I'll be 101 miles away from the mountain. There you go. Throwing out that white flag again, soy boy. Because I'm smart. I throw up white flags to volcanoes because guess what? (laughs) I can't beat one. What am I thinking? It's going to kick my ass every time. If I stand under it with my fists up, I'm going to be one of those things in Pompeii. They'll call man with fists up. And it'll just be that weird little statue that's forever uh, memorialized as the dude who fought the volcano and lost badly. I don't want that. So, yeah, I'm not stupid. Somebody's, again, I've always said this. If They'll you, find me on Kirby's shoulders. Oh, it looks like a fill it. mother was saving his child. No, so Kirby. <laughs> no, first off, nobody thinks you're a child. <laughs> it's like the giant has attacked a man. That's all it would be. A giant and a man fondued at the heat. Let's get our chicken up there and see. I bet you that sulfur makes this taste good. I've said it a billion times. If, you, if you're new to a city and the real estate agent said, that's Camelback Mountain, you pay extra for those views. Now, every year around September, it gets up and starts stomping around. What do you mean? It just gets, gets up and sometimes it's really bad and sometimes it's not so bad. But it just stands up and walks around for a few uh, days. Of the, we're going to take the risk, Bob. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and live there next to this walking around mountain. Yep. All right. Well, don't. Now, I told you already, it's every September, right? You know that. Okay. I just remember. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you when you live by walking around mountain. Our helicopter ride in Hawaii, and the guy's like, the the lava went around this guy's house, a couple of them. Because of Pele. And and if it did that, they're like, we're staying. Well, because they got a visit from Pele. (laughs) Pele. One dude went through three eruptions. The Hawaiian god that comes to your house, and if you're nice to her, she spares you from the upcoming volcano. If you're not. She burns you and your family to death. Because that's what good loving gods do. They're very insecure and they judge you immediately and then say, don't judge us. But that's exactly what they do. It's a horrible, horrible thing. But yeah, so if you live in hurricane country, I hate to sit there and say, ah, it's your own problem. You've made a life over there in Florida, but worth it. Part of the risks of living in that beautiful little area is that every September, uh, it ain't comfortable for about a week. Every year. That's why I have 45 storms of a lifetime in my 51 years. Now, keep in mind, it might be all 51 years. I can't remember too much further back than 45 years ago. <laughs> so it's not like I'm I'm tapping into my young brain. But I remember storms of uh, the blizzard of a lifetime in 76 in Chicago. Well, that was part of the deal. You live in Chicago. It just doesn't make sense to me that we lose our minds. And it's going to cost us a fortune. These hillbillies cost us hundreds of billions of dollars every decade for hurricanes that they won't just move out of them. And there's well, guys- better be, I mean, it's going to be the most luxurious city Amazing. ever. The billions the of The amount deployed. of money that yeah. goes to that. The guy area. said it'll cost $6 billion to rebuild it. Here's $20 billion. <laughs> Okay. He gave it right to Mick Fleetwood and he's building his restaurant again. It's going to happen. So you live in hurricane country and you somehow or another go on the news and scream at us like two guys did last night. They're in Yahoo stories today. They're on uh, one of the other news services, the AP, uh, screaming, we ain't going nowhere. We survived plenty of hurricanes. I'm like, all right, well, this area is going to get hammered. Right. And they had their boards and their overalls and their arms crossed like they're going to kick its ass. Well, good luck. Hey, I hope you win. But if you don't. Shouldn't shouldn't cost us a penny of taxpayer money to fish you out. They make it sound that way because uh, insurances have to 
dip into their buckets. But they shouldn't have to if you stayed. Like, if you hang around there and you like you get hurt, like that's on you. Like, that shouldn't be covered. Well, I think that's true no matter what. Like, if something happens to your house, like, you can only do so many. Right. I can't imagine. Then your rates go through the roof. Yeah, your hurricane Like, covered. if you stayed there, it happens again a year later, and it's right. wiped out. I'm sure they're well, going to stay. I'm talking about to... staying during the hurricane. Like, these idiots that go on TV and say, I ain't moving. I ain't going anywhere. you can't, you got to pry me out of this house. All right. Well, the water's going to do exactly that. They're saying the same thing you're saying. This is the 53rd. It could be. Storm and there's century. some of that. I ain't going anywhere. But again, it's it's real. It's not like I'm saying they're not real. And the storms of the century are big storms. They do damage. But if you live in that past, I can't feel sorry for you. I know the uh, the inordinate amount of pain I would feel if standing in the freeway was something I love doing. <laughs> you know? God, the views from the freeway. Just amazing. But standing in it's probably like the worst thing I could ever do. And I could get warned all day long. If you stand here long enough, somebody's going to hit you. It's going to happen. Cars are here every day. I'm like, well, I'll take my chances. Well, then it's on me. And you're the last one to get rescued, too. Absolutely. Through you. Absolutely. You stayed. Yep. You, you've got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the, the Florida stuff, and I'm like, oof, man. This is bad news. Yeah. I mean, two buddies at their places wiped out. And rebuilding, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's going to hit the same area. In you know, Florida? Were, yeah. Where were they? They were um, in Bonita Springs, which was on the Gulf side. And that whole place, you know, like yeah. Sanibel Island, and that's gone. That's when, this one's coming up that a little bit north of that. But anyway, have fun out there, everybody. My aunt's place in Naples okay. She was inland enough, but it just flooded the you parking garage underneath. That's scary. I don't like that. And I just won't live there. Again, walking around mountain keeps me from living close to how. What is the uh, what is sometimes walking around mountain goes all the way over to Tempe. No kidding. I'm gonna just stay clear of that. Like, so where's the where does it never been? I'll live in that spot. I walk around mountain never makes it out to Peoria. It's racist. <laughs> so just keep your eyes open for this. Adalia, the storm of uh, a lifetime, our forty fifth one in fifty years. Is uh, going to hit Florida, and, and again, it's it's more of a news thing than anything else. They love this stuff. Don't think they don't. They root for it. Could be a cat four by uh, Wednesday afternoon, and oh, that's going to be real damaging to a lot of stuff. We'll be there. You know, the safest uh, person to be in a hurricane, the, one of the reporters standing in it, they never get hurt. That's what I'm. Uh, you know, I was just going to say some of the. Funniest stuff are the reports. Oh, when they the, fake how bad it is. Yeah, in the, the canoe that the canoe one that, have. and then the dudes walking by the canoe like it's ankle deep, lady. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that, Brett? Reporting live in the canoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. guys walk past. <laughs> Brady just decided the whole story and told it to you again. <laughs> it was a grandpa. Moment. And then a guy he's wearing a red shirt. Brett, he's right there. He's wearing headphones. Of course he heard it. We just told it. You went pop pop on us there. You heard that one, Brett. Or you seen it, your breath feels involved. Uh, it's six eighteen. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one. It's where we play a song, <laughs> right? We'll get it, Bob. You're Bob and Tom, and that's what pop pops do. It's happening. Uh, give it to us, good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUP. Wake up. It's out of control now. 
Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.